0: All human thought, all science, science all religion history. is the holding of a chaos of the universe.
1: Because he be choose really the stars are to be used that they're human, pointless, really.
2: When the, the stars were right, they could plunge through the world to the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die.
3: Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 10 of our campaign based on the setting book Berlin, The Wicked City, written by David Larkins with Mike Mason and Lynn Hardy and published by Chaosium. We are currently playing The Devil Eats Flies. Who are you playing and how are you today, Brayden?
0: Hey, Brayden here, playing... I forgot my name for a second. (laughs) Uh, Playing Sadina. And I am very glad that this doll isn't Russian like Sadie because I've heard that they're usually quite full of themselves. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, Alright, how?
2: I'm playing Moritz Baum and in trying to steal a sausage-based pun off the internet, I've learned that I'm not the only one who thinks the only thing you have to do to appeal to the kids is mention Fortnite, because the pun in question is did you hear about the sausage you kept attacking themselves on Fortnite? They were their own worst enemy.
3: Worst. Because the German (laughs) sausages. Yeah, and Mm. Fortnite
2: is integral to that joke, you guys also known as 100%. forced. Their own enemy.
1: <laughs> Lydia, I am playing Andreas Vogel and uh, as a job making sausages out of people, that really must be the worst.
3: There it is, first one <laughs> <pun. laughs> again. Really?
1: You see?
2: Making sausages out of people in Fortnite. We have to <laughs> keep true. it up. Otherwise <laughs> yep, Gen Z yep. isn't gonna listen.
1: Oh.
4: Uh-huh we down with the kids here. Is it chilly? Hi everyone, I'm playing Max Oswald, and if you're looking for the plot, then I'm afraid you're late. We've just left allotment. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. 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 Okay. Oh.
3: Yes. I, I,
4: I A lot of land. A plot of land. Oh my god.
2: It took me a second.
4: (laughs) I tell you what, I don't like that silence after my joke.
3: (laughs) That's because it was too high level for us. Yeah, that's
1: on us. That's not on you. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it it was a silence
1: of appreciation, not of puzzlement
3: it was a silence of like the brain cells just zapping yeah. oh, <laughs> trying to put things together we'll
2: snip it out in post we'll make ourselves seem yeah. smarter
3: well
1: tyler has posted in all caps that that was the greatest joke ever made <laughs> the best joke <laughs> the best joke ever made and he is here for you
4: so. <laughs> dialogue's my best friend now
3: uh and now am fedra you keep it for the day and uh, I'm tired of all your puns. They are the first. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to mention that what is a sausage, really, if not a peeled meaty banana?
0: Oh. And I'd oh, like you to ponder bad. this.
5: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
3: Julie, tell us what happened last time.
5: The investigators are in Grossman's apartment, and instead of the empty room, Andreas sees blood, bodies and limbs, and screams. The group tried to calm him to no effect, so Maritz slaps him, which Andres reacts angrily to and they nearly come to blows. Before it can escalate, a woman appears at the door to the open apartment, worried about hearing noises again from this home. Max assures her they're investigating a missing person for someone who may have been one of Grossman's victims, and asks her if she can share any information. She's reluctant and scared to talk, and clearly traumatised by the things she overheard from here, but she is able to recall a shed that Grossman kept at a nearby allotment in Landsberger's Hauser. The group travels there and finds a disused and run-down shed. It's in a state of disrepair and has remnants of animal bones and an unhealthy amount of garden gnomes. The walls are lined with empty storage shelves and a smell of smoked sausage lingers in the air. Investigating the garden gnomes, Max finds a handmade doll inside of one with button eyes that glisten in the light. Footsteps from a neighbouring shed and a neighbour appears. She saw Grossman bring as many as four women back to the shed at a time. They seemed to come willingly, but then she'd hear noises of violence. Moritz tries to get some information out of her after Max incredulously challenges her for not intervening. The woman claims she did all she could by helping some of the women who managed to escape, but it's clear that she didn't respect them and helped them grudgingly. Moritz does get out of her that Grossman tried to give toys to local children and he made a new shipment of tin sausages just before he was arrested. With horror, Sadie and Moritz realise that these cans are probably still on shelves and being consumed to this day. The doll seems to be well loved and with sinking hearts, the group consider that this might have belonged to a young victim. They decide to make their next stop the police station to report their findings and try to bribe someone to give them some more information on Grossman and his crimes.
3: So, it's 5pm, you've had your rests, your snacks, and you cashed in that cheque with the pounds, and uh, you're on your way to the police to ask about uh, Grossman. On the way,
0: is there any way we can take a look at this doll? I don't think we actually had an inspect of it, did we? Did we just like gloss over the fact that I don't know we got this creepy doll?
3: Oh, you can look at it on the way.
0: Make sure you don't
2: activate its curse, though. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You see what you see in the image I shared. It's a used, ragged old doll that's you know been living inside a gnome. Okay.
0: Thank you.
1: Well, it's a way in to see the police anyway. Yeah. If some randomer turns up and just says they want to talk about Grossman, they probably get turned away, but at least we've got something to offer.
3: So, you arrive at the head police office uh, on Alexanderplatz, and, of course, you know, none of you have contacts in the police of any sort, really, and... They're not in the habit of just letting anyone in. They probably have a lot of things they're covering up. They can't just let civilians wander in and out. So it's time for you to attempt to make an appointment with the inspector you're looking for. You arrive, there's, uh, you know, a rookie poli hanging out in the reception area. They seem to be swamped. Trying to understand a bunch of forms, so they're just like shifting between things, looking down. There's there's a, you know, a drop of sweat on their forehead. You'll stand in silence (laughs) and stare at them, (laughs) but they're just still looking at their notes. (laughs)
0: I'll uh, step forward, I suppose.
3: Now that you look closer, you realize they're surprisingly attractive. Oh. That's why you've been stunned into silence. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Even, even for their age, they're like 65, 70, but weirdly hmm. attractive. This is how I'm punishing you for staying silent. <laughs> now you have a sexy grandpa. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: That is the opposite of a punishment.
1: <laughs> Max, you like a man in uniform. <laughs>
0: uh, hello, sir. As Sadie wipes the sweat off her head because she's uh, starting to sweat at this sexy grandpa in front of her. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He looks up, wipes his brow, and he says, huh, "Uh, uh s- can I help you? Are you here to report a, cl- a crime?" Uh,
0: I was hoping to chat to Inspector Krieg about the Grossman case. Uh, let me
3: see. Let, let me see. Wait, that was the—that's all closed. There's nothing. That case is closed. There's nothing you need to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm just really busy. Can you just—I
0: have uh, further things to add.
3: The man is dead, what could you possibly have to add? I'm sorry, but there are real people, uh, in mean, real crimes happening right now and I really don't have time, I'm swamp, swamped here.
0: Grossman had a hundred potential victims. The yes. victims' families suffer forever just because the people are dead now, doesn't mean that the pain goes away.
3: It's very sad, but if I lose my job from not having filed this paperwork, think of all the people I won't be able to help in the future. Is he through that door? No. What? Why would you point at a random door?
0: (laughs) At the broom closet. (laughs) You idiot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, how about that door? (laughs) That door?
4: (laughs) I'll keep pointing at doors. I'll step forward. Officer, I... I Appreciate that this case is closed, and you don't want to retread old ground. But uh, my associate would have her mind put at rest if she was able to speak to the inspector. Perhaps I could do something to make it worth your while, and I'll, like, put my wallet on the counter.
3: He looks up at you with those beautiful, sad green eyes, and he says, "Well, uh, this could certainly help with the." custody case for my son and he says okay I'll convince the inspector to see you pulls on the entire wallet <laughs> did you just offer the entire no wallet? I'm
4: just holding it out to show them that I was going to offer money <laughs> okay. I'll, yes. I'll pull out um 20 question mark 20 what
2: if it's 20 marks then he's gonna <laughs> just blow his nose
4: 20 dollars <laughs>
3: I think that's pretty good at the time.
2: Sounds solid to me.
3: Yeah. He says Ahem. he kind of like really he looks around and really inconspicuously pulls that money and I'll uh, talk to the you said you had evidence. Yes. Yeah. If I'm going to convince the inspector I need to know what Okay
4: forward again?
3: Oh I forgot to ask you to roll credit rating. But you can have a bonus dive for your for your big um,
4: my, my big, wa- right. <laughs> <laughs> you big wallet.
3: Very big wallet.
4: Okay, I got a hard success twenty. Okay. Yep. Uh, Max is a very big wallet. Very big wallet and a
3: tiny penis. That's really he stares at Sadie. You, you going tell me what the evidence is, or are you just gonna point it at doors?
0: She huffs. Uh, <laughs> we found this doll uh, while investigating uh, Grossman
3: quicker please just like quick bullet list i just want to go in and tell him i don't need your entire life story i mean
0: we don't really have any good evidence so this is all we <laughs> god damn it
3: <laughs> i will need more cash <laughs> person, another hand.
2: Morris, uh, <laughs> Morris raises his hand to his face and fakes like a, a cough and he's just like <clears throat> "Lighter, cops <laughs> Uh, m- we don't have to be honest with this guy. We just have to give him enough of a reason to get us a meeting with the guy we oh, want. Wait,
4: I'll step forward again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have discovered a second location that we don't believe was previously known to the, the law enforcement. Uh, Grossman had a an allotment shed and we have found evidence that perhaps there has been uh, younger victims who have not been found.
3: I guess that's something. I'll let the inspector know.
4: Thank you. He
3: he takes a good three minutes shifting the papers and trying to put them in a pile so that he can put them back into the cupboard and lock it. So you stare at him for a few minutes.
4: To be fair, he's a a welcome sight for sore eyes. Offers oh, for sexy hands. Yeah,
3: it's it's kind of yeah, exactly. Not normally your type, but you <laughs> well, know what?
1: I could be persuaded if he's as beautiful <laughs> as he's been described.
3: <laughs> it's, it's it's in the eyes, you know. He has that sexy wisdom.
4: <laughs> um. I'm picturing like like a really buff Santa.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, that that earnest sadness um and you know whatever he moves things around then he gets up and walks to a door that you didn't point Dang to it. Sadie. Um,
1: it was only and... a matter of time before we pointed at that door though yeah that's it and mm-hmm. after
3: staring at him for three minutes you're glad to see him go <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: wow that was painful
4: did you see his eyes oh or...
1: Oh, yes. Now, I'm paid up with the right people, so I can uh, keep my work going, if you see what I mean. But uh, none of the ones who collect the bribes ever
3: look like that. (laughs) Shame. He A few minutes pass, and he gets back to you, and he says, Well, you're welcome. The inspector can see you. In three hours, when he's done with all his other casework. He has an opening for a quick meeting at 8.15pm.
2: Oh, I'm afraid that will be too late. Something terrifying is happening to us at (laughs) (laughs) 7.
3: You don't know
5: that!
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're due for a possession and potentially a total party kill, depending what mood Pedro's
3: in.
2: I suppose we have to accept though, right?
3: You may wait here or you may go and return, but don't be late because, uh, well, he tends to leave as soon as all the work is done, so he might go. Look, the book says get an interview in 1d3 hours and I rolled a three.
0: Can't argue with that. So there you go. (laughs) Come, let's go get dinner, do something to pass the time.
3: Yeah, you can um, tell me uh, how you spend your time until seven and then until eight
0: the last moments <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're all so dramatic oh my god I barely told you what's happening at seven. and I just asked you to remind me <laughs>
0: <laughs> could be something nice Petra could be throwing us a party who knows
3: yeah could be something nice
1: yeah exactly
3: is it someone's birthday
1: <laughs> yeah we get a delivery of cake and flowers and nice things <sighs>
3: Uh, someone roll me a d6 for your time Go
1: off. hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I choose you.
5: I choose you.
2: See, that's actually, like, if an animal from a, a, a Pokemon, good Pokemon, they name. might legitimately... Yeah, anyway, d6, was it? Yeah. That's a four. That's so that we get four yes. cakes.
3: <laughs> Just, um, you know, this is nothing new or surprising for you, but as you... Leave the police station and you're walking around trying to choose where to eat. You notice policemen around the city patrolling in groups with rifles slung over their shoulders. You know, they are on the lookout for civil disturbance and looting and any kind of revolutionary activities. However, mostly they appear blithely unconcerned with criminal activity.
2: Are they like... People with domino masks and sacks labeled swag climbing out of windows and they're just ignoring them? Or what sort of criminal activity?
3: I guess maybe they're like thieves around. They're like, ah, oh, someone stole my thing. And they're like, sorry, nothing we can do. Anyway, this person is, is begging for money. Let's beat them. Ah. You know, that kind of thing.
2: Got
1: it.
3: So that's fun flavour for mm, the city. Do you like it? Enjoy. You go for food. What are your orders? Anything with sausage? I'd like to know. (laughs) (laughs) For no particular reason. reason,
2: it's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Just do we need some human sausage, just asking.
3: I think it's important in the Sazarite campaigns to have specific food orders. Oh yeah. Just in general. I feel like it's important. So since we have the time and we are not in a rush to finish the scenario.
0: (laughs) Not at all, yeah. Let's discuss our orders orders in depth. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have a filet mignon with a side of red wine
3: <laughs> rich not
0: a, not a not a drink of red wine you know like a side I want it in a bowl so I can eat it with a fork <laughs> so you can dip <laughs> <laughs> is, is Max
2: buying? I think that's important information yeah,
4: yeah Max is buying
2: <laughs> nice 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 okay just googling expensive German dishes
3: I hope
1: they have sausage <laughs> I was going to say I don't know very much about German food at the time
3: well, what an excellent opportunity.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to heal my relationship with soup by ordering the most expensive soup I
0: can. You've <laughs> done it. You've done it
2: now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this Ooh. is how we die.
2: <laughs> butter or butter or something. Butter dumplings in a kind of soupy stew.
1: Oh,
3: beautiful. Is it, does it have canned meat in it?
2: I'm going to go with no. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, okay, no, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have beef rouladen. It looks like a jam roly-poly made of beef.
3: Nice. What is Andreas having? It's not actually
1: German, it's Hungarian, but I'm going to have chicken goulash. Definitely chicken, (laughs) not meat, because then uh, you can tell if it's chicken or not, but you can't necessarily tell what's in (laughs) red or white meat
3: it's true the goulash they had in a uh, Babylon Berlin didn't they
2: so we know it's real just like so the no, glasses of hard-boiled yeah, eggs
1: yeah. oh
4: yes and mass yeah they the same steak and chips <laughs> and what would that be steak frites and wine. Right.
3: and you know you're having a lovely time eating splurging having something like a last meal perhaps oh, um, God.
2: who says <laughs> <Yeah>. why <laughs> yeah. come on
3: i mean you're ordering like it's your final meal
2: <laughs> no i always order like this when the boss is paying
1: yeah <laughs> and pudding we've definitely got to have pudding oh yeah sakura tort that's what i'm having
0: 7pm comes as we're all scooping our first scoop of pudding into our mouths
1: <laughs>
0: Let's see what happens
4: and we're all saying no matter what happens we know we'll be okay as long as we have each other
3: <laughs> a power roll for Sadie please it's opposed
4: oh,
0: luckily that's my top skill I failed oh my god 96
4: 100% you jinxed that.
3: It's an opposed roll. Wait, me, let me figure out how much.
1: Okay. Oh my god. Oh, that's no. okay. It's
3: exciting. Good things might happen. It might be for the best. Think about that.
1: Mm-hmm. How?
3: Yeah. Uh, let me...
0: <laughs> you just called this our last meal.
3: <laughs> I was joking. I was just think saying what you were thinking. Yeah, that's a success on the opposed power roll. And you failed. Is that, that right? That is right. Okay. Oh, God. Can you roll me 3d10, please?
0: Uh, yeah.
2: The amount of damage you do to all of us with your fork. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 19.
0: Ah, oh, that's
3: beautiful. Let me write that down somewhere.
1: Somehow I doubt that the conventional meaning of beautiful <laughs> is not what Feyd means. <laughs>
0: I really hope that isn't nineteen points removed from my constitution, because that would leave me with one.
1: <laughs> oh my word. Oh, no.
2: Every time I hear what your con is, I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Carl Grossman's inside of my body just punching me in the kidneys from the inside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like a chest burster, he's just gonna pop out like an alien. <laughs>
1: It's just a sausage kind of protrudes from your belly button occasionally and oh you have god. to look back in. <laughs> That's so That's
2: terrifying oh. to
0: think of. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. I don't like that.
2: Oh, so it does
3: stay every six hours.
0: Oh god. <laughs> I can roll you a couple more. <laughs>
3: have
1: we? We must have missed a few then.
0: We would have missed three then, to be precise.
1: Oh, oh goodness, um... well, that's okay because
3: it wouldn't actually affect what is going to happen right now. So why don't you roll them and then I'll just take some notes. Oh
1: no, she's building up to something, isn't she? Yeah, it
2: rather sounds Extreme like... Extreme success.
3: Yeah. Okay. Extreme
0: success.
3: That's good. One more time? Yes, yes. Well, okay, so just once then. <laughs> um, and I need you to roll me on. uh 1d20. Free oh that's beautiful when things go bad remind me of this okay and the rest of your meal goes wonderfully and now it's eight and uh it's time for you to go back to the police okay. station
2: no problems here friends
3: let's
4: go me, I'm <laughs> it's a me a max yeah that's my daily affirmations it's a Max.
0: (laughs) (laughs) say it in the mirror and then do a couple of little jumps
1: (laughs) 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 jump on a mushroom and flatten them
3: (laughs) and here you are in a police room with inspector Craig and he says I've been told you've requested to talk to me about Grossman. You have new evidence although from what I've been told uh, it is not new evidence because we of course already have investigated his allotment but uh, well I remember you. You were one of his potential victims, weren't you? Uh,
0: Survivor, I like to call myself, yes. um, We found something in the uh, shed, and they'll pull out the doll, I assume? Yes. We were wondering if this might belong to one of the victims, or...?
3: Very possibly. We have no proof, but I personally think Rossman may have killed as many as a hundred people, chiefly women and children, but covered his tracks well enough that we were able to charge him only with three murders. I'm afraid that the undertaking of trying to locate the families of unknown victims and uh, return dolls would be far beyond the scope of the police unit and more murders are being carried out every day. It's... It... She was a strange, strange, evil, horrible man and towards the end he became even stranger and terrible but we have done what we can. He's dead now, and spin some time. I'm sure the families are doing the best to move on, and giving them a doll as a reminder, that would probably not be of help at all. You know, it's interesting. As Grossman was being led off to jail in shackles, I remember... I remember he uttered a strange statement. One that has st- stuck with me ever since. Jetzt habe ich jeden einzigen dran. Now I have every single turn. Very
4: strange. He was probably a madman. Now I have every single turn. Yes.
2: He was a a
4: watcher. (laughs) He still stares at you
3: in silence. (laughs) Turn. And of course, there was his journal. Oh. But that—that's that, a private police evidence. You of see,
0: since that horrible man has passed, I, I've been finding it hard to to sleep. I, I don't feel like I've received closure. I know it's not your place to offer this to people, but would you be able to find it? in your heart, to maybe allow us to look over the journal, or give us anything. I don't know what I'm going to get from it, but I'm hoping it'll bring some peace to me.
3: Max, roll me credit rating. You can have a bonus dive because Sadie is sad.
4: (laughs) Oh my goodness, I just got 008 twice in a row. (laughs) Uh, Which is an extreme success.
3: He completely ignores Moritz and Anders, pretending they're not there. Um, Understandable. And he focuses on Sadie. You can see that, you know, his heart quivers a bit and then looks at Max, who seems like a very powerful man who has connections and might potentially be able to help the police one day or, you know, maybe hurt it if he doesn't comply. So he says, I will do you this as the case is closed you may have a look at the journal of course you know if we ever need anything we might get in touch in terms of uh, new uniforms
4: and things like that <clears throat> of course inspector I am happy to help the police anchor
3: so he goes and fetches Grossman's private journal from the evidence locker He opens it up and starts kind of leafing through it, so that you all can see it. You can tell, even at first glance, that the contents are a combination of quotidian, poorly spelled entries, sausage recipes, and rules for some sort of board game he was working on. Oh my god, what? (laughs) Oh no, he was a TTRPG player! (laughs) Uh. also oddly scrolled names mixed with incomprehensible symbols of what looks like coded writing Krieg points out all the names there are nearly a hundred he says names of all his victims if you ask me I think he had figured out each in advance he rarely killed the first time he saw a woman he learned about her, learned her name wrote it down and then went after her he points to some of the names that have an X mark next to them. I think these are the ones that got away somehow. Everyone roll me spot okay. him. Oh lord. Fail, 66.
0: Yeah,
4: fail 75. I've used up my good rolls for the night, I think. Fumble?
2: <laughs> oh, Braden. <laughs> oh no. I might have fumbled too. I got 98 over 50. No. Oh, thank god, because I'm at 50. Yeah.
1: Sorry,
3: Braden. That could have
4: been traumatic. Did you fumble? Yes. 99 over 25. <laughs> Ouch. Nice. Did anyone succeed? Nope. All right. Well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Can I. D- does it look like he's, like, sort of
3: shielding it from us a little bit? A little bit. Um... Can I
4: say, um, Inspector Creek, in the interest of helping my associate. ...recover from what this terrible man attempted to do to her. May I make a donation to the the police officer's fund... Um, ...in return <laughs> for some time spent looking properly through this journal. And uh, I'll hold out 30 dollars.
3: Okay, let's see. Do you have a social role to accompany that
4: with? Uh, yes, I could roll charm. Hmm.
3: Do you have any more, anything more serious?
4: Persuade? Yeah? Yeah, I'll try Persuade.
3: Okay, you need a uh, very good success.
4: Uh, mm, 42 over 45, so just a regular success. I could spend 20 luck and make it a hard success.
1: How? Would you like to? Oh,
4: that's a lot. How much would you be left with? I would be left with 50. Oh that's that's not too bad though. Yeah, and it's it's a journal, isn't it? Like that's pretty important.
1: Yeah, I think I think we need it.
4: Yeah, I'll spend twenty luck.
2: Twenty luck though. Is Ow, it is it not worth trying to find a way to push it or something? Probably isn't though. Odds of forty
1: five. Mm. And the credit mm. rating won't help you either? Be rich at him?
4: It's a choice it's a choice. I could try and be rich at him. Would that help? Um,
3: no, I think it's uh, either spend the 20 or let go of keeping the journal.
0: Or push it. And
2: yeah.
3: Mm. Or push it.
0: And then yeah. combine that with my fumble. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God. <laughs> the journal spontaneously combusts.
0: <laughs>
3: Let's say that you don't want to be on Inspector Krieg's bad side. Mm in terms of, you know, the power he has in police in Berlin. Yeah, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. spend
4: the 20 because I'm worried that with that fumble, Sadie's about to like, puke all over the journal or something. <laughs> That's
3: a good idea. I hadn't decided yet, but uh, I like that. All that red
1: wine,
4: no. Sick <laughs> <laughs>
3: and
1: Andreas is like withering internally because he knows that you just... Don't antagonize police in his position. You just quietly pay <laughs> what they <laughs> ask, and you just keep your head down and get on with your work.
2: Mm-hmm. Moritz is similarly very uncomfortable in a police station because uh, his misspent youth was spent running with gangs and housebreaking. So he's just glad nobody seems to recognise him.
3: Do you spend the twenty yep. luck? Seems like a fair price. He says, well, the case is closed. So I suppose you can keep it, but don't tell anyone I gave it to
4: you. Okay. Of course. Thank you.
3: Before that happens, Sadie, Roman constitution. Oh God, all oh, no. cool things. Oh no. I uh, you know it. It was a great idea. Thank you, Jilly. Oh uh. no. <laughs> normal fail.
0: Yeah, just a normal.
3: You briefly, momentarily, you start looking at the list of names. And the fear, the fear that you might see your name in that list somewhere, is so paralyzing that your vision starts blaring and then you start feeling sick and that wine sauce and the sake, you just can't keep them down and you throw up on the journal. <laughs> And then Inspector Kig say, says after he's taken the money, well, I suppose you can keep it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh, Blur.
3: But it now stinks.
2: Is it still legible?
3: Yeah, then he says, I suppose you would rather not see the body. So, will this feel. Uh, it's in the morgue, but you should probably have some water and la- rest. Arrest. Thankfully, this uh, is a close case. Otherwise, you would be arrested for ru- ruining evidence. You do not have a strong stomach for this.
1: Officer, I would like to see the body. I'm a medical man. Out of professional curiosity, you understand?
4: I would, too, out of a morbid curiosity, to be honest.
2: <laughs> I can... Uh I can wait with you, Sadie. We sh- we really should get you cleaned up and some water or something.
0: Thank you, Thank you Moritz.
3: Well, uh, the ones of you who are coming, I suppose follow me. You've eaten most of the sausage. Might as well finish it, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's go. So you are staying in, cleaning Sadie up? Yep.
0: <laughs> as uh, everyone else is walking away, Sadie will look at Moritz and say, Now I have every single turn. What do you think it means, Mortz?
2: I confess I'm completely stumped. I'm hoping there's some clue in this journal, but you heard the inspector. He just thinks he was a raving madman, which I'm not going to argue with, but are we being left in the inspector's office?
3: No, I think you're being taken to the public toilets. Okay. All the way out.
2: Just checking Ah. in case we can see. But you
3: have the journal. Yeah, I've handed you
4: the journal before to leave.
3: As you're cleaning the other three, you're going down to the cold storage in the basement morgue. You know, it's cold and clinical, and Inspector Craig pulls out one of those body drawers, and in it, you see a man in his mid 50s. Uh, He looks at least 10 years older than that. He's spindly and rangy, with large, gnarled hands, and a body with lots of mileage on it. Even in death, his eyes remain hateful and pig-like.
1: So this really is him. I was in two minds, whether he was really dead or not. I almost couldn't believe it myself,
4: but he is a horrid man.
1: Andrea starts looking at the neck, Uh, and and seeing if there are if there's um, marks there because that's how the press said he died Mm.
3: yes Uh, everything they've confirmed seems to be true
4: if we look at the body is there anything remarkable or unusual about it I mean I'm I'm not expecting Krieg's going to let us go in and start examining it in detail but is there just anything when we cast our eyes over it that stands out
3: he just has those weird eyes and his skin is wrinkly and it just there's something something extra hateful about him almost as if he's as withered and deformed as a human can be while still looking human was there
1: a post-mortem performed
3: officer yes of course
1: may we see the notes sure and the prison officers, there was no sign that anything was unusual there. I mean, surely he should have been being watched. Uh,
3: they're overworked. They can't be looking at all prisoners at all times. There was the strange occult equipment. He was clearly doing something. I, I don't know. The kids, they hire kids to work at the prison, they barely know what they're doing. But, you know, you gotta have business, who would you want to work there? No one wants to work there, no one pays attention, and then things like that happen, but you know what? He died, uh, we, he was gonna be sentenced to death anyway, it could be worse.
4: Absolutely good riddance to the man, but mm. what about this occult equipment you mention?
3: Uh, as in the paper, I know what you know. Strange things. Uh, Maybe you'll, you know, if you read his journal, it'll make more sense, but it didn't. Okay,
4: well, I don't want to look at this man any longer than I have to.
1: What will happen to him?
3: Uh, Whatever happens to all the bodies. Cremated, put away. Someone enters the morgue and says, Inspector Krieg, there have been more murders. We have to issue a a citywide alarm. It's too dangerous out there. Like, oh, okay, uh, excuse me, Uh, follow me out. It is, as you exit the cold bog. it hits you. You had gotten accustomed to it, but it hits you how hot and humid Berlin is today. You got a brief respite underground, but as soon as you emerge above ground, you get this uh, kind of humid, sickly heat overcome you, and... You hear the young police officer tell Krieg that the citizens of Berlin have heard one too many stories in the newspapers about murders all across the city and they're refusing to leave their house and they're panicking and they have now gathered aside the police and protesting about the police not doing enough and complaining about how A lot of them are rumors and it's just gone too far and the people are going to start crumbling from heat stroke because they're keeping all the windows closed and there needs to be some kind of way to appease the public. And with him saying that, he sends you outside.
1: I think we need to get Sadie back home. Are you all right, Sadie? How How do you feel?
0: Fine. Thank you. I'm fine to be out. I'm really interested in reading this journal.
1: We should pick up a paper as well. Find out what's happening with the, these new murders. Or some up with the radio, perhaps.
0: I'm not sure what came over me back there. I apologize I, if I embarrassed any of you. I didn't mean to...
1: Oh, don't. Don't apologize.
2: Embarrassed? I'm, I'm worried about you. You don't often... Throw up like that? I mean what are you alright? You I know you're putting a brave face on it, but something's wrong, Sadie.
0: I feel I feel good. I think I think we're on to something here.
1: Yes, but I'm still gonna look over your notes again and have another look at your recent dosage of arsenic. I'm I'm not happy. This is this isn't right.
2: I don't think they're giving you enough.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I'll, I'll make some calls. I'll, I'll find out. I'll, I'll, I'll see if there's an alternative.
2: All right, good. Would you like a cigarette in uh, the meantime?
0: I'm fine, thank you.
2: Well, at least you must do something about that taste. Have some chewing gum. I've just been looking it up. Chewing gum was in common use in Germany in the 1920s. Ooh. Well,
3: thank you for that.
2: In fact, yeah. the Wrigley's company uh, opened their factory in Frankfurt in the 20s. Oh, so there wow. We go. wow.
0: The journal will... Hopefully reveal a lot of information. Uh, Shall we take it back to the club and read it?
4: Yes. Yes, let's. Let's go back. Let's grab a newspaper, like Andreas said, and let's see what we can find.
3: Yeah, I guess the club has reopened now. Wait, what? Has it? It's like, it's it's about to be reopened. Uh, Like, they're just finishing up the final... Ah, I didn't realise
2: it was like the final day of refurbishments.
3: Yeah, so... As you return to the club, like the final work person, um, she's just finishing up the final touches and she comes up to you, Max, and she says everything up to your standard, sir.
4: I believe so. You have done excellent work as usual.
3: Uh, I just... Uh, well, there's this point in the staircase that I'm a bit worried about. It's structural stability. Uh, could, could Could I have you to check this with me, please?
4: Uh, yeah, let's go now. I will go. Yeah, you will. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay.
4: Oh, no. What's gonna happen? Uh, Uh, I'll say to everybody, um, go and grab some drinks from the bar and I'll join you in a minute. Oh,
2: no. I didn't even realise we were opening tonight. Am am I
4: playing? I,
2: I need to go and change. No, no,
4: I'm not going to open up tonight um it, it's just as we'll read the journal
2: all right well we might need a drink or two in us
3: and you know you max as you follow hilda to the back staircase you haven't really made a lot of eye contact and as you reach the staircase roll me a spot hidden
4: okay 44. What's my spot hidden? Over 55, so a success.
3: Uh, it's evening now, and as you enter, you you know, you, the lamps are on, and as you move towards the back of the club, you notice a shadow is cast behind Hilda, the worker, that does not quite correspond to her body. It's... A shadow of a man, and it's oddly greenish. Romi, sanity. Oh no,
4: failed. Seven to eight over forty.
3: Lose one point of sanity, okay. please. Could be worse. How
4: far away are we from where everybody else has been left? Romi, okay. luck. Uh, Sixteen. So that's a success.
3: There's only one half-open door between us. Uh, so
4: Max is already nervous about how dark it is and shadowy, um, because they're they're afraid of the dark. They are in shadows. <laughs> seeing this, yeah, seeing this, they're starting to to struggle to keep it together. So he's going to go, uh, Andreas, Andreas, can you come and take a look at this, please? And I think that. Uh, YOU DON'T NEED ANDREAS
3: (gasps) she turns and looks at you oh god eyes strange and pig like
4: oh no oh dear Uh, well if you would allow it I think that Max was probably starting to like drag their hand along the wall and like like almost sort of force themselves to continue walking into the shadowy area so as soon as they turn like that I want to jump back
3: before you do that of course as you hear that voice Hilda the worker as she turns around with that voice to look at you with those pig like eyes her neck stretches long and it turns to look at oh, you no. without the rest of her body turning and then you start smelling this Smell of rotting meat, and her legs start breaking and reforming into three extra sets of legs. Oh,
2: no. She's like a no, no
3: human spider with a oh. long neck. And no. new word again, separating sores. Oof, what is separating? Weeping. Oh, like okay, weeping all pus. over her face, and that long bulging neck and their pass is flowing out and she looks at you and I think before you get to run away you get to roll with sanity. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Isn't that exciting? Uh, Feel oh, that's no. gonna be one of the
0: worst things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's no good.
4: It's in the top ten, isn't it? What did you roll? My sanity sixty-one. That's a one
3: d six. Okay, that's three. Lose three sanity. How you're you're a definite threshold? One away from man indefinite.
4: All right, that's lucky, weirdly. <laughs> yeah. I think that my involuntary reaction is that I'm already trying to sort of step back and I think a trip and stumble and end up sort of like bouncing down onto my backside and then jumping up on my hands and feet. It's almost like like crab walking backwards, trying to get away. That's oh,
3: like beautiful. Like scrabbling
4: desperately. hmm lovely. And now it's like full panic in my voice. Andreas, Andreas! I'm assuming I heard this?
3: Well, let's put you in dexterity order. What are the rest of you doing while Max is going to check the stairs? Oh, should I should have asked earlier, really. Now you're going to be, like, just listening attent- attentively <laughs> to what they're, what they're talking about in the stairs. <laughs> just, just leaning against the doorframe.
2: <laughs> Gathering all our weapons.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, casually. Yeah, definitely. Strapping on armour.
2: I was going to the bar to get drinks. I declared that, so
3: you did no two it. ways
0: about it. I would assume that Sadie would be going to her room on her own to get changed since she puked everywhere. So she's probably <laughs> half undressed at this time.
3: <laughs> nice, nice, love that.
1: <laughs> I reckon Andreas was starting to go up the stairs, uh, in into the the flat, but then when he heard max call uh he started back and so he was kind of just walking at normal speed back to to where where he heard max calling because he didn't think anything was wrong but then when the screaming started he runs
3: okay all right Andreas, you're spending your first round running would you like to roll me constitution to see if you can arrive in one turn or you need a second one because uh, it's hard to run down says <laughs> on drugs, which you always are on, I assume. <laughs> uh, when was the last
1: time I took drugs? In the morning? He's not currently on them because they, they would have worn off by now. But, okay. Um, let's have a look. Oh, yes, that is a ho- an extreme success, actually.
3: All right, you know what? I'll let you arrive now and get through half an action. Oh, actually, you need a sanity, don't you? You, you see a terrifying monster as soon as you enter, so that, that might affect things. That's fine. <laughs> Realizing now.
5: <laughs> so
1: in order to get there quickly, I think when he's halfway down the stairs, he just vaults over the uh, the banister and lands to kind of get there as fast as he can. Nice. Yeah. And uh, he arrives there just kind of yelling, I'm coming, I'm coming, Max! And then just stops and he is just frozen in place. And let's have a look for my sanity.
3: Are you definitely insane?
1: Um,
3: Yes, yes I am. Okay, so even losing one sanity will result in a bout. Send me back, yeah. I already (laughs) had a bout today as well when I had the
1: flashback in the the flat
3: why settle for one bout when you can have two bats why
1: not never do anything by halves and oh look 53 against 24
3: that's twenty-six, mm. and i guess hope you roll
1: zero <laughs> oh dear oh god i rolled a six
3: Oh no. no, oh yes. Andrew, yes. Oh no, there's six points of sanity! Ah, I'm down to Ooh. 18, Sam! Oh, you are called this territory! Oh my oh. gosh.
2: <laughs> You're turning into a walking don't do drugs advert.
3: <laughs> I really am!
2: That's some of the lowest sanity, like, we've ever encountered. I
1: think, yeah. It is. This is the this is the lowest I've ever had. Even Hasina never got this uh, insane. Oh dear.
3: Oh dear. So as you sit there, frozen, staring at Max Crab walking. And this terrifying monstrosity. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank oh, you so much, everyone. Oh, oh. Preyton, Lydia, Howell, Jillian, oh. of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want to wait to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash last are right, where you get access to episodes a week early. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on Chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult, Elder, and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsarive.com, and in the description of this episode. Come join us! now. Farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.
4: But wait, what's that? Our cult has inducted a new member? Welcome, XB, and thank you for your support on Patreon. May the omens be ever in your favour.
3: Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at startsaright.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.